Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillah wa ala ahlihi wa sahbihi wa man wala amma ba'd Infinite, Infinite Light Podcast, we back Alhamdulillah, there were some interruptions Ramadan Alhamdulillah, we back Salaam alaikum brother Jabir, how you doing, akhi? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen How's the family, how's everything? Doing great Alhamdulillah is good, alhamdulillah, we're all blessed How's Ramadan? Let Ooh, man, it's the month of peace, peace of mind, my friend. Alhamdulillah, the smell, you can you can smell it in the air, alhamdulillah. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Um, how, how's, um, what were we, uh, was, uh, infinite light was uh, popping, alhamdulillah, but uh, we took, uh, you know, we had things come up, so alhamdulillah, we, uh, we took a little break. What uh? What is it? We, why are we, we here? That why break. We... that was unintended break? That was unintended break, man. There, we let's never, let's we just never... say it was technical difficulties, right? Yeah, technical. We didn't take a break. We were forced to take a break. Oh man! Just yeah. tell the truth, bro. Yeah, we recorded a podcast, but we really didn't record. We That's hit the right. record button. Uh, record with the record. mic and mute. Yeah, man. Whole hour, right? Two episodes. <laughs> Record. episodes and this is uh repeat but i'm pretty sure like every podcast something like that must have happened to them alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. that was good man people record for like two hours man. just uh excited that we're in the month of ramadan we still um you know this is like the first week or so alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. i hope uh our listeners are enjoying their ramadan i 100%. hope they have uh taken advantage of the time spend some time with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prayers reading Quran you know um, doing all the good deeds this is the month to maximize your uh, effort you know yes it is because yes, the reward is. is maximized yes it is alhamdulillah speaking of uh, <clears throat> worship and uh, speaking of worship and uh, maximizing uh, rewards we were talking about uh our main topic was Salah. Alhamdulillah, we started talking about uh, the journey of Salah. Uh, how uh, how are we going to get into it? You know, let's get right into it, inshallah. We're going to talk about uh, the virtues of Salah, the beauty that's in Salah, as well as we're going to hit uh, specific points that uh, that one can work on to beautify, to perfect the Salah, as well as the basics, inshallah. And then uh, we'll, we'll go from there. The Jair, how... Um, We've already talked a little bit about salah, uh, how it protects us from um, from fahisha, from from evil, from sins. Uh, it perfects one schedule. One schedule. If 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 his salah is perfected, his schedule, his his way of life is is, is protected. And so now look, we're gonna go into uh, into salah. Uh, please start us off. Uh, Alhamdulillah, inshallah, we're gonna go into some of the technicalities now. Anything you have to say before we get into it? Uh, remember the salah, you mentioned the schedule and how Allah is keeping us uh, connected with them. Even the word salah, you know. Salah is like uh, the root word comes from uh, like sila. And sila is to connect or keep in touch. So the whole purpose of the salah is to connect you with Allah. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be disconnected. 
because everything in your life is distraction for you from remembering your Lord. So the Salah comes in to keep you uh, connected, that one line that is, uh, you know, always open between you and Allah. Mm -hmm. So the timings, you know, are what is, uh, you know, keeping our schedule intact. So every time you're distracted or you have, uh, you know, your uh, energy or your iman just wears off a little bit, a time of a prayer comes in. You go back, you get recharged, you connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you go back to your, uh, you know, activity, work, school, whatever, and you do your good. Then a few hours later, your iman is, you know, uh, slowing down a little bit, it's wearing out, time to go back, yeah, recharge. That's right. Indeed. And we also talked about how it is uh, expiation of sins. Oh, Allah, Allah set it up on purpose from Salah definitely. to Salah. We even talked about from Jum'ah to Jum'ah. And then it's upon us, the month, from Ramadan to Ramadan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it also expiation of sins. Alhamdulillah. Yes, uh, uh, Salah, of course. So um, the Salah is definitely um, a mean for you to... Uh, stay away from uh, you know bad deeds or sins or something like that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when talking about the salah in the Quran said that indeed prayer uh, does prevent you from uh, committing evil deeds another you 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 mentioned that uh, let's start off with the first technicality alhamdulillah the timings of the prayer uh, what is that have to, what's that the connection between that and uh and uh it protecting you from uh, other things uh please talk a little bit about the timings of the salah praying on time and uh in general we're not going to go specifically like each time each time of the prayer but specifically praying on time wise let's just speak in general for all the times whether it's dhuhr maghrib fajr whatever inshallah uh, definitely praying on time is um what uh, is required uh, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is also aware of you know circumstances that someone might face or uh, you know what do you call it like unavoidable um, circumstances might come up in someone's day uh, so they might not do it on time or they might not be able to pray on time so there's a little bit of flexibility a little bit of window uh, to pray but the earlier you do it from the time that uh, the prayer comes in, uh, the better. If you have a good legitimate excuse that you're unable to for uh, whatever reason, then you try to do it within that time frame. Okay, the time so, frame that is permissible for you before so the, you the next mm -hmm. prayer comes in. Got it. So the uh, the prayer has a beginning and uh, ending time, and ending time uh, might be. It might be different for each one, but alhamdulillah, each one has a beginning and an ending. And then, of course, the earlier, the better. The earliest is especially the most beloved. Especially if you're not occupied with anything. Exactly. You're at home, you just like watching a TV or, you know, uh, you're playing on your computer, playing games, or you're watching a movie or something. There's nothing that is urgent or preventing you, right? You can always pause. Whatever exactly. you're doing, right? If you're watching a movie, you can pause the movie. 
I mean, you're not missing anything from a movie because it's not like live, like it's happening there. Like you're going to miss anything. You can just, you know, <laughs> come back exactly. later, you know. Exactly. And uh, even if you are going to miss something, you know, this is where, you know, um, it's going to take some time. Wallah, it's going to take some time. Exactly. It, it's Allah not does. by any means we're not judging people for why they don't pray on time and why people are, you know, putting off the prayer because they're doing something like, you know, they might not think it's great or important, mm -hmm. but they cannot leave it, right? I remember, like, there are times, you know, when people are really, like, let's say you're addicted to something. Let's say you watch sports, right? You're watching a game, like, you know, whatever you're following, like um, NBA or NFL or something. It's like playoffs or something. You know, the game is two, three hours. A prayer time comes and you just glue to the TV. You and your, you know, friends and, you know, whatever. And you just like, you know, the time is passing. And you're there, you're like, oh, you keep looking a lot. I'll pray and I'll pray, you know. I still have time. This I still have time is not for you. Mm -hmm. Because you have no legitimate reason for you to not pray. Mm -hmm. This flexibility is for people who really are not able to pray on time. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not like if you don't pray right away as soon as possible, you're a sinner. But it is Dislikes. highly recommended to pray in time. And the, the reward is greater than when, when you do it at, your, at the earliest um, time, yeah. when you can. Got it. We're talking about people who can and have the ability to do it. Good, but you know. that's uh, that's clear. Alhamdulillah, I don't want to take too much uh, time uh, talking about that. Alhamdulillah, is very clear. May Allah Subhanahu wa Taala keep us um, steadfast and uh, mm. bring us back. You know that it reminds me of that dua. Allahumma ruddani ilayka ruddan jamila. You know, oh, oh Allah. And then man. also there's another one you which is you uh, remember. Allahumma a'inni ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa This is is a slave just you, saying. You're being a good student, my friend. No, those are men. We had some of the earlier episodes. You know, we used to do one uh, one dua at least. One dua at least, inshallah. Yeah. I think, yeah. Please pop in a dua for us today if you yeah. can, inshallah. If you can remember, uh, because those um, those are beautiful. I mean, this these, this makes you uh, a human being. This makes you know you admit that you know that you need to come back to Allah. You know you're you, uh, that you want to be him being a, a Muslim that loves the salah and doesn't let things that are not important pre, uh, pre preoccupy him, as well as just to be a better Muslim to to be able to be a person that loves to remember Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. And these things take time, Alhamdulillah. So that's that. And then now I want to go into how the salah salah is structured. And and uh, how how each each person can achieve focus in his salah, and uh, and uh, of course you know what he should say in those uh, you know extra extra things that he can add in those uh, in those uh, each each of those positions each of those structures of the salah, and how he can take care of it. Inshallah, let's start off. We're gonna go uh, through uh, an ideal raka, so we'll call it the ideal raka. So a raka. Any any uh, any prayers made up of a raka? It can be one, two, three, uh, uh, or four, but uh, each of them, inshallah, is is a repeat of the of the same thing. Correct. Yeah. So, so one raka will be 
sufficient. Exactly. So let's go through, inshallah, the ideal, we'll call it the ideal rakah. So how should that ideal rakah should, uh, be prayed? All right, inshallah. Uh, we'll call it, we'll make it sunnah, we'll, we'll pack it, we'll make it juicy. Uh, let's go from the top, inshallah. But the Java, please take us through this journey of the ideal rakah. Okay, inshallah. We'll try to be concise, inshallah. And I'm sure a lot of the people who are listening are familiar with this, but for someone who's not or they might pick something new, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it, uh, put a bark on it, inshallah. Amen, amen. Right, so we already have the wudu, right? Done. You're fresh and clean. You're pure. Uh, You did all your due diligence. Uh, Your place of worship or place of prayer where you're going to pray is clean, pure. Uh, Your clothes are clean, your body is clean, your wudu is perfect, you did your wudu and you're earning all these hasanat, right, from the wudu, oh, you're man. shining in lights, man. Man, I mean, there was, there was a whole podcast about that, that was, yeah. So you're I didn't shining. know we could talk about a wudu like that. Yep. Your light is glowing, you come in, you're trying to stand in front of the most high, Subhanallah. the greatest. So when you stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the way to perform the prayer, just briefly here, um, you stand facing the qibla. Uh, you raise your hands with your palms facing the qibla, facing forward in the direction you're facing. And there are opinions where your um, your palms are, you know, uh, you know, uh, right at shoulder length or shoulder height. Mm-hmm. And some say, you know, your uh, your thumbs will be like at your ears height. Either one is fine. Alhamdulillah. So uh, just anything in between there is fine. So you're facing the qibla, hands up, shoulder length, or between shoulder and, and, and ears length or height. And then you say, Allahu Akbar. This statement will enter you into the sphere of prayer. Once okay. you say that statement, Allahu Akbar, now... You can't be talking to anybody once you enter the prayer. Someone, you know, come and talk to you, you can't respond back to them. Mm-hmm. You can't turn around and keep looking. You can't be, you know, kind of phasing out and looking at up, up in the, you know, on the sky or in the ceiling or objects in the room or something or cars driving by if there are windows. Mm-hmm. Where should I look You can't be. Where you need to look for you to stay focused is where you're... Uh, position of sujood is going to be where you're going to put your forehead when you make sujood okay so, so your eyes angle it. are yep looking down at your spot of sujood got it so basically you're not looking up where anything that moves you can you know spot with your eye so you're trying to eliminate the distraction once you say allahu akbar then you enter the sphere of the prayer you enter into the salah then you put your hands, you put your hands in, you know, in your chest. chest. On your chest? Yep. Mm-hmm. Anywhere above the belly, between the belly and the chest, any spots is fine. The way you put it, you want to put your right hand over the left one. You know, your, your, your palms right over left, put it over your, your, uh, your chest, and you start reciting. Before you start reciting Surah Al-Fatiha, you can make a dua or you can say a dua if you if you memorize one. Uh, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to say uh, a couple of dua 
but one of them, um, a short one here, I can tell you. Do you have the meaning as well there? I uh, have the meaning too, oh, inshallah. Sounds good. I'll try to translate it as you know as close as possible. Okay, when you say Allahu Akbar, the the dua, well, they call it dua al istiftah or the opening dua. Mm -hmm. The opening dua is Subhanak Allahumma wa bihamdik wa tabarakasmuk wa taala jadduk wa la ilaha ghayruk. Glory be to you, O Allah. And all gratefulness and thanks to you. Blessed is your name. High is your uh, uh, your your might. And no Lord is worthy of worship except you. Subhanallah. So, so it's as if like uh, it really is. You're opening yourself up to be in the zone. Basically, you're you're telling yourself who you're going to worship. Exactly, and okay. you're acknowledging exactly the oneness of Allah. You're doing the Tawheed in there, mm -hmm. and uh, you're entering to the prayer with the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then after that, so you can start yep, you can start reading Surah Al-Fatiha. Now what about the A'udhu Billahi and the Bismillah? Those are also... Yes, you say Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, or you say A'udhu Billahi and the Shaitan ar-Rajim, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, and then you start reciting Surah Al-Fatiha. Got it. Um, Surah Al-Fatiha is a required part of the Salah. Okay. Every rak'ah must, you know, have Surah Al-Fatiha. Surah so, Al-Fatiha must be recited in every rak'ah. Got it. So the ideal rak'ah, the perfect rak'ah, cannot be without it. Not without Surah Al-Fatiha. I skip and I just say, Qul huwa Allahu ahad, Allahu al-samil, lam yalid, wa lam yuulid, wa lam yakullaku hanahan, Allahu akbar. Won't count? Before you read Al-Fatiha? Before no. you read Al-Fatiha. No. But what if I read Baqarah? The whole Baqarah. And I don't recite Fatiha. Amen. The key... To the rak'ah is Surah Al-Fatiha when okay. it comes to recitation. Got it. I you gotta have that. After Surah Al-Fatiha, you have the option to recite from anywhere in the Quran. Long surah, short surah, ten verses, one verse, one ayah, whatever. Got it. What if I'm getting, uh, I'm starting to, really starting to come back to my prayer now, but uh, my other surahs are daji. But I, 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 I know Surah Al-Fatiha or Surah Al-Hamdu. Can I suffice myself with it for now? Until if I you, learn another surah? If you don't know any other, that's that's good. Okay. The key is Fatiha. Al-Fatiha is, is mandatory. Got it. Yeah. So you start with Al-Fatiha. You read any other portion of the Quran that you memorize or you prefer. Mm -hmm. And then you go to this position of record. And to go to the position of record, you also raise your hands up where you started at the beginning when you started saying, when you enter to the salah. Mm -hmm. And you say, Allahu Akbar again, and you bow to the position of record. Making sure that your back is straight mm -hmm. and you stay in that position until all your parts of the body go to that position. Comfortably, they stay there. Got it. And then you can rise after that. But... Well, you go so fast where you're not even at full ruku' and then you rise up very fast. That, that boom, is boom. not, no. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. No, that is not part of the prayer. Actually, the Prophet Sallallahu told uh, one uh, person that he started praying like this, told them to repeat their, his prayer. And he did the same way. He mm -hmm. told them again to repeat. Then he did the same way. Then he told them to repeat again because he was going too fast and not doing it correctly. Got it. So you go into comfort 
and full position. Every position of the salah, it has to be at the comfort level where the body, so your body goes to, to where it needs to be. So your body has to be at rest. It has to be at rest in down, that position. Allahu Akbar. Okay, I'm fully rested. Okay, that's long enough. Yep. Sami you can be at 45 degrees on the record. Oh, you have to be perfectly... You try to be as, you know, your back to possible. be as flat as possible, as straight as possible. If you have a back problem mm. and you're struggling, is mm. understandable. Right. You you make the rukur as much as you can mm. where you're comfortable without causing pain. But I should be making shahan on your back and shouldn't be spilling. <laughs> That's if you're, you know, young people should be comfortable with that, not mm. having any issue. But Inshallah. if older person or someone with a back problem is not having their back leveled, we're not going to go judge them because they might not be physically able to do it. And you don't want to cause yourself pain in any position because that will stress you out and interfere with your concentration on the salah. Got it. What and from... out of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah doesn't want you to suffer or feel pain while trying to perform an act of worship. Yeah, always take the easy route. Always take the easy route. The Prophet so... sallam always was easy mm -hmm. and picks the easier routes and encourages us to take the easier route. So I'm I'm a big guy, you know. I'm still getting used to salah. Uh, it's 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 okay if I'm perfect if I'm if I haven't mastered the ideal rukuah yet, and I'm, as long as I'm practicing every day, uh, inshallah, I shouldn't you, stress you myself keep, out. You keep working on it until you get better at it. But again, without the pain um, that can be inflicted out of you pushing your body to the limit, you don't want to push until you feel in pain. Otherwise, if it's something that, you know, you can work on, do some exercises or something, you know, during, you know, different times where you have a, a, a back problem that can be solved with exercise or some physical therapy, mm -hmm. you work on that. So it helps you. Work. Even the salah is, is a very good, um, you know, uh, form of exercise, really. It's very, very comfortable for the back. I have a lot of time. I have a back, back pain and you know, from standing all day or something like that. And then the salah, oh, man. Just fixes it. It's a relief, my friend. Subhanallah. It's not even a visit to the chiropractor, man. It's a relief. you looking forward to the salah. You're looking forward to ruku'ah. And you want to stay in that position. Me, my favorite. You don't even want to lift your head up, go back to standing position quick. You know, you want to take your time. You know, my favorite position take is sujood. <laughs> you know, my favorite uh, position is sujood because of that, too. You feel man, more comfortable. I just there. go down. I'm like, oh, I can stay here, man. Yeah, yeah. It's I made yeah. I mean, extra long dua, everything. Yes. I say, okay, it's time to go up. Yep. So once you are comfortable in the rukur position, the dua you say in that position is Subhan Rabbi Al Azim. Got it. Subhan Rabbi Al Azim. Uh, quick. Uh, Glory be to my Lord the Great. Okay. You can say it once, and it's sufficient. Or some people say three times, and you can say it as many times if you want, if you as you want, yeah. but at least once. And then you rise up from this rukur by saying "Sami Allahu liman hamida," which translates to "Allah hears whomever He whomever praises Him, praises Him, Whoa. or thanks Him." So it's like Allah. So I should praise Him right after this. What should I say? When you when so, you rise from this rukur and you say "Sami Allahu liman hamida," yeah. if you are 
you know, uh, a person that is being led by an imam, the mm-hmm. imam says that, mm-hmm. and you, the ma'mum or the follower, you say, Rabbana wa lakal hamd, oh, our Lord, to you is all the praise. Well, so it's that sync that goes together. So, Sami Allahu liman hamida. And then uh, Allah the follower hears, says, yep. Allah hears uh, those who praise him. Yep. So then and we then we him. say, Rabbana wa lakal hamd. Yes. Ah, beautiful. And you know Allah is eating. Beautiful. Okay. Yes. So you rise up mm-hmm. back to the standing position. Also has to be at after rest. After the record. Yeah. You have, have to, to be, be at full standing position mm-hmm. with some tranquility and, and, and a, little bit of, uh, a little bit of, you know, time in there. Mm-hmm. Don't go running right away. Then. And after that, we want to go to the state of sujood. And you go down on the sujood. And in the sujood, you want to make sure those eight parts, they're actually seven, but we'll count them as eight because the one part is considered two. Okay. So when you go to the sujood, you go with your two hands, palm facing down. Two hands of the palm, okay, two. Yeah, okay. full, your, your, all your, you know, your, your, fingers. your fingers are straight and your palm is facing down. Okay. You lean against or you push against the ground with those hands. Got it. So those two hands have to be touching the ground. Okay, two hands. And your two knees. Two knees. Two knees touching the ground. Okay. And your two feet. In the back. In the back are touching the ground from the toes. They can't be up in there. Uh, no, seen, they shouldn't be touching the ground. Okay. No, they shouldn't be up touching the ground. Okay. And then Got your it. face, from your face, the two from your face are your forehead and your uh-huh. nose. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nose should be touching too. The nose. So you Got can't it. be having your forehead and your nose is lifted. Okay. Your okay. nose also have to be touching the ground. Very important. All right. Yep. So on the face, two parts, forehead and nose, uh-huh. two hands, two knees, two legs. Eight, right? Mm-hmm. Then in that position, you say, Subhana Rabbi Al A'la. Glory be to my Lord the High. Oh, because I'm You so... say it once. Okay. You say it three times. It's up to you. But That's it's beautiful. I, I just put myself low for my Lord and then I call You're my Lord. You're at the lowest position. And I, and I say, and My you Lord is glorifying the highest. the most high. Oh, and this beautiful. position is. According to the Prophet, you are at the you are the closest to Allah. Even wow. though you're all the way down. The and he's the highest and you know he's all the way up high. Subhanak. You are the closest to him at that position than if you are standing or any other position in the salah. Ask all for the my sins to be raised. And this is the opportunity where a lot of people invest a lot of time just in that position and making dua and praising Allah and asking Imagine everything. How- because at this least, is the position that you're At least how many to. times in a prayer? Let's say Fajr, how many times do, I, do we do sujood? Four, because you have two in each rakah. So I have opportunity to just say and mountains yeah. of dua. You, you can say as many dua as you want. You can spread them out throughout the salah for mm-hmm. every sujood. Make some dua. Next one, make a different one and so on. You don't have to spend all of them in one sajda. Mm-hmm. So once you finish that one, mm-hmm. then you stand up. I mean, you, you raise up from the sujood and there's a sitting. Yeah, in between, be- just like the sitting for the tashahud. Before we go there, I love making sujood and in, in, uh, uh, making dua and sujood. But the imam, okay, the, yeah, the imam is uh, kind of uh, going a little, should I go with him or should I keep making my dua? In all of the uh, prayer, not just in sujood, 
every prayer position in the prayer you're always following the imam if you're being following an imam you're it, not praying it. alone you okay. always follow the imam no never problem. take longer than the imam okay okay go yeah, ahead because Continue. the point is to follow That's not okay. to exactly. make up your own time no. then you you rise from the sujood and you sit in that position where you're sitting it's like the sitting for the tashahud then you say rabbighfirli oh allah forgive me Okay. Or you say, Rabbi Akfirli Warhamni, Allah forgive me and have mercy in me. You say it once or three times. So you sit there and you beg your Lord. Beg your Lord, ask for forgiveness and for mercy. Then you go back to sujood one more time. Mm-hmm. Subhan Rabbi Al-Azim, glory be to my Lord the Most High. And then you rise from the oh, sujood. Subhan Rabbi Al-A'la. Subhan Rabbi Al-A'la, yes. Jazakallah khair. Subhan Rabbi Al-A'la, glory be to my Lord the Most High. And then you rise from the sujood, you go up all the way to the starting position, which is a standing position. And this concludes one full rakah. And, and then the you rest of it, as many times as needed. The rest of it is repeated based on the prayer that you're praying. So yeah. Fajr twice, if two rakah, and then Dhuhr or Asr four times, and Maghrib three or Ishar four, so on. And the Nafilas, whatever. Alhamdulillah. So this is just a little bit of a preview of what it is to do a full, um, you know, rakah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept it, inshallah. Allahumma ameen. There you have it. That's ideal rakah. Alhamdulillah, inshallah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna um, gonna say something about the salah. The salah, a quick thing, because the salah yes. forget you know uh, erases your sins, right? Yep. A quick hadith the Prophet ﷺ said about the salah. Do you you know he said what and uh, the hadith? I'm just gonna say the meaning of it quickly. What if there is a river? He's asking the Prophet ﷺ. Uh, the, the the uh-huh. What if there is a river in front of someone's home uh-huh. And he goes and bathes in there Five times a day Would uh-huh. be any dirt left on him This guy is going to be considered dirty He goes there, he just bathes Just taking a shower I mean, just dump, running river. Jumping in there, running river, fresh water Okay. Five times every day Would he be like dirty or is going to be stinky? No, cleanest guy They in the said block. no, no trace of dirt will be in him He said such is the five daily prayers they will eliminate your sins or purify you from the sins. Subhanallah. There you have it. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa ant. Astaghfiruka wa